0: good morning everyone happy friday i cannot believe i have been here for seven weeks now i'm so excited this is the seventh episode of healthy happy sexy and this week was a really big week in the podcast world for me personally listening to call her daddy and hearing all the things that went down this week was triggering to me because I thought I could relate to the situation of losing a friend so that's a big topic that I want to talk on today's episode is friendship and if you know me personally You know I went through some shit a couple years ago. So I want to talk about friendship and also just the entire entertainment, media, social media, business, and how it can really screw people over, especially women, women in business. So they have a massive following. I would say literally probably one of the biggest podcasts. I know that that show Howard Stern is also huge, but personally, I hate that guy. I think he's his voice just irks me, and he just talks about the most random things. I'm like shocked at how he has such a big platform, but I do believe that Caller Daddy is a way more diverse audience, which honestly I think is more important. Like the amount of people you're reaching and the diversity of gender and age and location. I guarantee you Howard Stern does not have that. It's probably a large male audience. We're not trying to compare, but I'm just saying how big Call Her Daddy actually is. Having an audience that size, people really try to take advantage of you, especially if you're new to the game. If you're smart enough, then you can learn really quickly what your worth is and there's been a couple instances in the entertainment and social media game that have really bugged me have bugged a lot of people i know a few years back in the youtube space nikki tutorials had a massive contract and deal to do with two-faced and she's a huge name she obviously brought in a huge consumer base for the product that she collaborated on with Too Faced and yes Too Faced is the one manufacturing the product probably helped with the whole design of the packaging marketing ideas they already had a customer base and relations with Sephora but it's her name that ultimately sold the product that they came up with so when the whole scandal came out that she was only paid a flat rate of fifty thousand dollars and now with the whole not really a scandal with call her daddy but it was very public information that they put out based on like salary and whatnot just for it to be so public that barstool the company that they're under could be paying them so low and definitely not what they're worth I think nowadays people recognize that and shame the company a lot more because you are clearly and publicly stating that you're underpaying and especially these women, you're underpaying women. It's so sad to think that men can get paid so much more, but clearly Alex worked so hard to get that podcast where it is today like that is all her the only reason people listen is because of her her ideas and her personality there is no one else obviously barstool gave them the platform but at the end of the day it's her voice and if she and if she wasn't bringing that audience and engaging with them and building that insane community in the daddy gang there is no caller daddy it's literally her personality it is her it is her that built the community without her there literally would be no podcast there is nothing there's no business for Barstool so I think there's a real appreciation that these companies need to have for their talent and to really recognize that and to pay them what they're actually worth so I'm really happy that they came to an agreement in the end that Alex was happy with she understood how new it still is and how much there is to still grow just not getting too ahead of yourself or greedy and i'm honestly shocked at the way Sophia acted with this whole thing and how greedy she seemed during the process of just wanting more money more money and to my understanding and to everyone's understanding doing a lot less work but you know what i feel like that is a very common Mentality for a lot of snakes out there, and that is just to take what you haven't built. I'm gonna get into my personal friendship story that was terminated. I couldn't help myself but think about the situation when I was listening to the whole call her daddy drama. So, this is kind of old news, and I wanted to touch base on it because when I was going through this situation, I thought I was like the only person in the world who had lost. A friend and clearly I'm not and clearly there are much worse situations out there I believe that what happened with the call her daddy girls was way worse they actually live together and work together so my situation was a little bit different but I was essentially just best friends with this girl for 10 years we planned to move in together and I found a place to sublet that I knew through family friends she didn't really know these people i used to hang out with these people i would invite her to their parties because she was a friend of mine and she would never want to come because she thought they were weird So essentially she knew them but never wanted to associate herself with them. The time comes around to go visit the place that we want to move into and I was really sick that day and I made an appointment with the person to go look at the space. She did not want to go. She's like, can we reschedule? Can you just tell her we'll come tomorrow? And personally, I think that's so disrespectful. You made an appointment, see it through. Like you had no concrete reason to cancel the appointment so personally i just find that really rude it's also kind of a big deal i didn't want to lose the space to someone else so don't you think you would be a little bit urgent on the situation i got her to come to the showing with me we finally get there she liked the place we agreed upon the place we told The person that we wanted it. And then there was a move in date. We signed lease papers, all that jazz. Everything was good to go. This girl was seeing a guy at the time, but for not very long. And things started escalating very quickly. They acted like they were in a long term relationship right off the bat. And the way she met this guy was just very weird. She was cheating on her last boyfriend with this guy. So I thought it was just kind of a sketchy start to the relationship. I also didn't know much about him. So I had the mindset that we were moving in together and going to be single together and have fun in the city. And then when I started raising my concerns about how often her boyfriend was going to be over and just communicating these things, because as someone you're going to be living with. I'd like to kind of know what I'm going to be getting myself into and what sort of situation I'll be living in and if he'll be over a lot. These are genuinely valid questions and she had the audacity to freak out at me, say completely nasty things and then actually go behind my back to the tenant and re-sign papers by herself. So she said either I'm living here by myself or you're living here by yourself and one I didn't want to live by myself and two, why would I need that big of a space? Like I wouldn't even be able to find a roommate and I don't want to live with a stranger. So she knew what she was doing and essentially stole the space from me even though I had all the papers signed and yeah she only did that because she had her dad pay. So the story pretty much ends there. Obviously the friendship was terminated because I've never been snaked like that in my life. Just listening to the Call Her Daddy episode, I thought was similar but different on just betrayal and when you do all the work and then the other person tries to take it from you. So it's more common than you think. And if you're going through something similar, you're definitely better off without this person. So... I thought I would share a little bit of some drama that's happened in my life. There's been a few instances of serious drama like that. And when I was going through these stages in my life, I thought I was alone. This situation was crazy. I was the only one that this was happening to in the world. But just know when you come out on the other side, like you will laugh. At what that person's life has become and you know you are so much better off without them just know if someone's trying to snake you Just let them because don't fight your way into the situation you thought you wanted because if you get there, you'll probably want to leave immediately and it's going to be so toxic. Like, can you imagine if Sophia stayed on Call Her Daddy and they agreed? They would still be continuing to have these problems of her hanging out with her boyfriend, not putting in effort for the show, not doing as much work, Alex doing more of the work, and then the pay being split down the middle. You need to know when to stop because ultimately... Like the road is already split and there's no mending it back together. It's a really important quality to have to just know when to walk away because ultimately you'll be the one winning the race. You really do not need people in your life like that. I would never ever condone any sort of betrayal like that and lack of communication. And if someone that I'm associated with wants to act like that, you need to ask yourself, do you really want to be associated with that person because clearly there's something wrong with them you don't want to be involved in their problems let them take what they want to take and just laugh from a distance because honestly in the end they're the ones who will be suffering and not you loss i feel like is really not that big of a deal i feel like it is when you're going through it but once you get on the other side It's a thankful growth situation and remember never betray someone. Communication is always way more important. You know watch your actions because you could really mess something up without even knowing it. Do I think Sophia wanted to essentially end her friendship with Alex and end being on call her daddy? I feel like that's a once-in-a-lifetime amazing career opportunity i feel like she was just so in her own world and head and greed that she didn't realize that what she was doing was actually ending her friendship and career and those are two very important things if you aren't watching your surroundings you could just lose everything in a second so do i think she regrets her decision yeah probably And I truly feel that once her boyfriend realized she has no control or ownership with the podcast, I feel like he's going to leave her because this guy is clearly a businessman all about money and just wanted a piece of the call her daddy pie. And he thought that being involved with this girl would get him that. And now that she lost it all. Why is he sticking around? This guy is obviously a controlling freak boyfriend. Don't even get me started about those because that was boyfriend number one. If someone is acting controlling of your life, like girls, run for the hills because those are the bad ones. I remember once with my very first boyfriend, I was going to the movies with my family, like my parents and my brother, and I told him that. And then he said, send me a picture of your family because I don't believe you. He thought I was like going to the movies with, I don't know, a guy. If anyone asks you to send them proof, girl, three letters, B-Y-E. Honestly, they ain't it. They have some serious control issues. They probably have anger issues. If you can recognize that that ain't right, then good for you. And you deserve way better because you know better. So enough about friendship and how toxic people can be. And I want to talk about a little bit more about Alex because after I started following in on this drama, listening to her side of the story, first on YouTube, and then second, the latest episode on the podcast, I realized how smart she is, how influential she is, how unique she is, a great vocabulary she uses, how engaging she is to the audience, how hardworking she is. If you can realize these things, I feel like you have the potential to be that inside yourself. And for a second, I want to talk about the influencer social media world because that is what she started out on before Call Her Daddy. And I don't know too much in-depth details of how long she was doing it or trying to do it or what exactly she was doing if it was just instagram if she was youtubing at all seeing her on the podcast platform and she has all those great qualities about her I'm actually shocked at how she didn't succeed before at what she wanted to do and that was being an influencer and I feel like it kind of has to do with figuring out what platform is best for you, maybe a unique approach because it really got me thinking about how saturated the influencer community is. There's a bunch of different categories that people watch when I think it comes to influencers and it all comes down to your personal preference and style. There are the ones succeed that are more smaller micro influencers and i do like those because i actually do think they are more relatable human beings and then you have your big time influencers usually the ones that live in california they all have a minimum of three million followers and all their pictures are edited to the max more than a vogue magazine cover it just really depends what kind of niche you're in the market is just so saturated with people that it's so hard to get ahead unless you're doing something different or again, finding out the right platform that works for you. Clearly being smart and engaging and pretty and all those things i listed about her is sometimes not enough i've really noticed that with watching her youtube and listening to her podcast like she is just on her a-game she's built something and it's just surprising that she couldn't get that with what she initially wanted no matter how many qualities you have i don't know what it is like the algorithm just doesn't pick you up or like i don't know what a person could be doing wrong or why alex wouldn't succeed and this situation just reminded me of jeffree star as well so jeffree star started out in the music industry actually and he was around for a while sort of on the van's warp tour in myspace but also eventually some platforms do die that actually might happen with tiktok too and they're just not one of the big players or established enough yet so i feel like if you really have it in you and have all those qualities and recognize that you do have them you will shine somehow and that is what jeffree star did the music career kind of died out for him And he really reinvented himself. And if you guys don't know this, what Jeffree Star did was come out with three of his classic iconic liquid lipsticks he produced and manufactured them and sold them and then started doing YouTube and I think because of his niche following in the music industry and my space and when that died off all those followers still remembered him and migrated over to the new platform which is YouTube and because they've known him so long obviously bought his products he just has such an amazing business mindset that he grew from there he did not let failure get to him bring him down or quit because if you have the growth mindset no matter what forks are in the road you're gonna find a way to get through them get over them and keep on going and be you i believe that's also what alex did she got the opportunity to do this podcast and knew nothing about it but just knew that she wanted to be someone and wanted to be in the media industry so she took that opportunity and even though it may have not been her first choice she grew with it and made it her own and made it something that no one else could i feel like there's no other podcast like it there is none to that level that was so quickly and grandly established just finding out what platform you can reach the most people to have your voice heard the loudest I think taking advantage of that and not giving up or failing, but to expand and to see what works best for you. Because even though you may want something so bad and no matter how hard you're trying at something and it's not working, I think it's great that you're trying different approaches, but it's also great to sort of see your other options. And if you might flourish better in a different area if you have that deep desire to succeed at something you feel so deeply passionate about i would always recommend doing research how can you improve your skills and make them be to the best of your ability and i find that doing the more unique approaches to this really really work i'm going to tell you guys two things that i have been doing personally to succeed at my in my career path. And I find them more unique than most. So I've been working on my podcast in ways that I can approve. I feel like doing my podcasts and videos kind of go hand in hand. One is just not visual. So two things that I have been doing is reading this book on how to speak confidently. And it really just enhances the way that I'm talking. It makes it more engaging. It's been helping me articulate my words better. And then also, I came across this video on how to make your voice sound more attractive. You know, that's something that would kind of go over most people's heads. But if you really think about it, if you make your voice more attractive for the career that I'm in, your voice is everything. Your voice is your podcast. Your voice is everything. So if you don't have a good voice, and as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I can't stand Howard Stern because of his voice. And I mean, that's, that's his voice. Obviously, he has millions of followers. So clearly, a lot of people don't have a problem with it. If you're doing things that relate to your career, to the best of your abilities, and if you really look at the core values that really drive your business and work on them, then I think you have a much better chance of succeeding. So when I look into those ways of how to really You know, up my voice, up my videos, up my camera quality. Those are obviously methods that will substantially work better than someone who were to look up, you know, a fast approach to succeeding. Let's say, for instance, if they Google how to get more followers... I truly believe that the more genuine you are and the more sincere you are about succeeding in a situation and just looking at ways to actually increase your value rather than fast tracking a way to succeed, that's what's going to make you win in the long run. And the long-term winners are the ones that are going to be around for much longer than the ones who you know succeed right away or pop off right away because of some phony method the ones who are genuine find out real methods at work it may take longer to figure them all out but once they do that is knowledge that those other people will never ever gain because either they're not genuine about what they're doing or they have a short-term attention span because they are interested in learning and taking the time to put in the work for what they actually want they want results now but if you are actually really sincere about something then it won't be a problem you won't even want to find phony methods because you know that they do not work okay so the last thing that i want to leave you guys off with today is just a little motivation and if you're actually taking the time to put in work for something that you deeply want i don't want anyone to get inside your head and tell you that you can't do it Because those people are either jealous or they just come from a non-creative background and literally cannot comprehend what you're doing. And most of these people I find come from the corporate world and those sort of people have absolutely not an artistic bone in their body and they just really can't understand what you're doing. I feel like those people that question you are always the type a people and they just do everything by the book do what they're told follow the rules follow the road that has been laid out for them and when you do anything off any sort of normal road they take it negatively and just don't understand and that is when the questions come in and Sometimes those questions can feel like an interrogation, and especially if they're coming from someone you don't really personally know and you can tell that their heart is not genuine and they're kind of questioning you and asking about your career for the wrong reasons and not because they're genuinely interested or happy for you. So those type of people I really don't want you to listen to their opinions because for the most part they really don't understand they don't understand that there's other worlds out there and other communities other than their own that they're in and the corporate world the moral of that subject is to really just take everyone's opinions with a grain of salt and i used to hate that saying and i've just really learned i've just really come to learn that you cannot control other people let alone strangers and why would you I would just say, let them make a fool out of themselves and keep doing you. Honestly, I think people like that are just really jealous of the freedom and creativity that you build for yourself. I would never let anyone try and discredit me or question me. And it's honestly just about staying true to who you are, having faith in what you believe in. If you don't agree, why explain yourself? Why even have to try and explain to someone so small-minded because honestly it's not worth it at the end of the day so to have hope and faith and to really believe in something is actually really special it makes you different it makes you creative and I need you to remember that and to have optimism in what you're doing because it's what's going to bring you to the top Be who you are truly because that's what's going to make you succeed in life is being your truest version of yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I just want to recap a tiny bit on remembering the main points about don't always try and rebuild yourself in the same industry. I want you to maybe explore other platforms. You could be surprised where you will succeed the most. And also letting toxic people go will be your biggest benefit. Trust me, you'll be the bigger person. And to remember just not to listen to people who bring you down or question you. When you know that your intentions are pure, you know that you'll be successful. And to have hope and faith. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And I will see you next week.